Good morning, Oregon. It's Thursday, July 22nd. This is Andrew Fein with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source, for supporting the show. The Oregon Forest Resources Institute, a tax-funded organization created in the early 90s by the legislature, misled the public by presenting a biased view of the forest industry, and it may have broken the law by trying to influence policy. That's according to a state audit released Wednesday. Governor Kate Brown requested the audit last year in response to an investigation from the Oregonian Oregon Live and Oregon Public Broadcasting. Auditors determined the Forest Institute has, quote, long engaged in activities that may fall outside of its statutory authority, and that it's reasonable to question whether the institute broke the law, which bars the agency from attempting to influence actions of another state body. The Oregonian and OPB investigation revealed that the institute had for years advertised Oregon's logging laws as strong, even as other states passed more rigorous environmental protections. The investigation also showed the institute worked to discredit scientists, including one acclaimed professor who documented the significant carbon emissions produced by the logging industry. Auditors called the institute's relationship with the industry, quote, an ongoing concern. The state watchdog recommended the Institute's governing laws be amended and that more board members be added who aren't connected to timber companies. They also called for more oversight. Governor Brown plans to bring forward legislation in the February short session to determine if any changes are necessary. Four people have drowned in the Sandy River in the last month, with a father and his seven-year-old daughter being the latest drowning victims. None of the four were wearing life jackets. From April through July, public safety authorities have reported at least 13 drownings in Oregon lakes, rivers, and in the ocean. It's unclear yet how this year will compare with 2020 drowning deaths, a particularly bad year for water accidents, including boat crashes and drownings, in part because more people took to the water as one of the few options for summer recreation during the pandemic. Official records aren't available for 2020, but state health officials said 54 people drowned in Oregon in 2019, 83 drowned in 2018, and 70 people drowned in waterways in 2017. The Portland City Council agreed to pay $600,000 to the family of a 24-year-old man who was shot and killed by police in 2017 that outside consultants later criticized as a violation of police policy. Emergency dispatchers said Terrell Johnson threatened riders at a Southeast Portland max stop on May 10, 2017, and that he eventually ran from police. Under bureau policy, once officers chase a suspect, they're supposed to notify dispatchers of the person's direction, give a description, and say whether the suspect is armed. Officers are not supposed to chase armed suspects aside from under extreme circumstances. The officer who shot and killed Johnson did not communicate that he was armed. The officer tripped and fell and shot Johnson, grand jury transcript showed, without being able to see where he was shooting. The officer was cleared by a grand jury. Commissioner Joanne Hardesty apologized to Johnson's family. The $600,000 payment ended a wrongful death lawsuit filed by the family. Mayor Ted Wheeler said the city, quote, must do better. Portland Trailblazers guard Norman Powell will become an unrestricted free agent this summer. That's according to a report from Yahoo Sports. 
Powell was expected to decline a $11.6 million option that would have guaranteed he remain in Portland for another season. He may still resign with Portland, but now he can sign a multi-year contract for a larger figure. Powell was traded to Portland midseason and averaged 17 points per game. The Blazers have indicated they hope to re-sign him, but he is expected to field many offers. NBA teams can begin negotiating with free agents on August 2nd and can sign contracts on August 6th. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.